got a nice crystal clear sound coming across me. Okay. You're not even breaking right. up tonight, man. Everything's why are you hearing feedback? Yeah, a little bit. Here, let me uh it I'm might not, be my speaker. Not now. Let me move that one over there. And this one down here. How's that? Yeah, it sounds good. There you go, and I can hear you too. All right, let's roll it. It started. All right, welcome, brothers. All right, welcome, brothers and sisters from within the United States and around the world. Tonight is obviously December 22nd, 27th, uh, 2018. You're listening to the Aryan Nation Statistics Motorcycle Club's White Powers. I'm your co-host, SSJD. We have SS Mal, as always, at the helm. Um, as we come to the end of yet another year, 2018, we've had uh, we've had quite a lot go on. We've been busy, uh, whether we're at work or doing club business. I mean, it's been uh, been pretty hectic this year. I mean, we uh, we had a, a, a recruiting freeze for a couple years, wasn't it, there, Mel? Yeah, it was. Ah, uh, and about uh, a year and a half, eighteen months or so, and uh, it's it's been a a little bit of a slow comeback because well you know in the process of that we learned how to do better background checks and uh well we turned away quite a few people i mean we could have a large paper membership but uh we ain't gonna go for that no heck no you know it's funny um yeah there's that feedback again but what's funny is uh you know, somebody, you know, somebody writes us on the website and then turn, turns around and uh, we go check their Facebook page and, hell, they got more blacks on them than they do whites. And it's like, you want to be white power? How, how does that equate? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, are you, are you, you wrote the, you wrote the, uh, you wrote, wrote the wrong organization. You should have went like with something else, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to leave names out, but you know, uh, Maybe yeah. a sharpening, yeah. sharpening or something like that. You know, I don't know what they're uh, thinking. Yeah, like we weren't going to check, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, like uh, you, it's just a paper membership. You just, uh, you know, talk to somebody on Facebook or something. And all of a sudden you're a member. It don't work like that. I've had a few guys on there for years. I thought they, you know, would come around or they act like they're white power. And well, it must just be cool having a white power guy on your Facebook page or something for some people. I don't know. You know, uh, I, they, you know, they never talk to me. They just, they're there. They, they make some all right posts, but, and, and, pretty cool memes but hell our guys do that too uh and, and they just never say nothing or do nothing i'm beginning to just wonder who exactly they are they they look like 
good potential prospects, most of them. I mean, and, uh, you, you know, but yet they never talk to you about it or anything. Or how do I get in your club or how can I support your club or, you know, uh, you, you think there'd be more of that out there. Yeah, a lot of people don't like getting on the uh, getting off the fence, but yeah, it seems like um, it seems like uh, every year that go every year just goes by faster and faster and faster. I mean, oh, and I don't know, huh? I said, oh boy, yeah, it does. We've got just we 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 have event after event. It seems like every month, some months too. Yeah, I mean, uh, last year, last year uh, kicked it off at the compound with the New Year's Eve party, and me, you, and the boss went hog hunting. And then, um, you guys have had oh, we several, had ice uh, camp. Yeah, you had several uh, training camps, you know, survival training camps. Um, Freedom of the Road rallies. I mean, national conference, which was quite entertaining, you know, with the feds, you know, because we had to actually put up, uh, the boss had actually put up netting, and the netting wasn't to uh, keep drones from taking pictures. It was just for, for uh, you know, so we weren't out there in the in the heat. So uh, since I guess, yeah. since I guess, yeah. I guess since the feds couldn't get a good picture of us with their, with their fucking drones, um, <laughs> Every time the bike's cranked up, man, this damn beige Yukon drive by. They peek in that little door hole we had at the fence, big enough for a bike to fit through. They they try to stop there and look up through the hole, and there we all are looking right at them. They peel out, <laughs> you know, to get the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is like you know, we weren't we, uh, supposed to look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. We all should have covered up half of our face, like over by your eye, you know, put your hand up over your eye, and turn your head like you're not looking. <laughs> Go ahead and get a look, guys. We ain't looking. <laughs> uh, you guys had fun Shit. at the Freedom of the Road rallies. You had uh, Brother RJ out there and. Uh, Couple other brothers, and seems like uh, no matter where you oh, go, yes. nobody, yeah, nobody, uh, everybody you know, accepts us, and I guess nobody wants to really mess with us. Of course, uh, you know, Sas, uh, RJ is a little bit like, than Sasquatch. It really, it really ain't like that either, you know. Um, yeah, it, there's a mutual line of respect there, and you know, you got to give it to get it. You know, and you run around that bike rally, and they're all tough there. I mean, every each and every one of us, and they all ride under their one percent diamonds. And sure, they they outnumber us by, but we don't thrive on numbers. And you know, the Aryan Nation name just carries so much respect. I mean, we had a brother out there that wasn't an MC because he didn't have a bike, and you know, them bikers look at us a little different with that Aryan Nation patch. It's they act like we had our hitman with us or something. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they, 
was that, was that really RJ? just the same. I mean, RJ was the giant. They all wanted to talk to the giant. Everybody wanted to see the giant. And then <laughs> shake his hand and talk to him. But then the other brother come around in the Aryan Nation, uh, Patch, and uh, they kind of, they shake his hand, but they walked a little more with a light foot, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really didn't want to talk to him. He pretty much do what he wanted around there. Uh, nobody said nothing. He had that special patch on, Aryan Nation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, it, it does feel good about everywhere we go. Even Terry's got a new girl, and she, uh, she Terry was even telling me how she notices it. You know, you're you're wearing your cut, you're on your bike, or you're going out to get some groceries and load your saddlebags up, and you roll into the line. You got three, four items. You know, you just need just a couple things for tonight. Uh, you're standing in line. I'll be damned if people. You know, with just one or two items, will let you cut in front of them. Here, go ahead and cut in front of me. Cut in front of me. And the next thing you know, you're all the way up at the counter. Or, I mean, they don't walk want you in, behind them. Yeah, you walk into a bar, you know, and at least three people want to meet you, shake your hand, talk to you, get, get the business, end up buying you a couple drinks. Let me get your drink while I'm talking to you, you know. Give you nothing but a hundred percent respect. Uh it, it it ain't like we go in there counting on somebody buying our drink either. It just happens that way. I mean, uh, the elbow up here, we've gone up there several times and I mean the owner really seems to like us for some reason. We're likable people. And uh we we go in there, we're respectful as we are, you know, and we we have our fun too. And order a few drinks and some food. Boy, and I shit you not. Every time he th- tells that waitress to throw us extra food or extra drink or pour an extra shot on that cup, old man always looks down, you know, holding his cup up, cheer you on. Uh, you just can't beat it. I mean, just it, it, it's, it's amazing. And uh, uh, people act like we're terrorists, but you get out in the public and, man, they treat you like a king. Yeah, we're not we're not a terrorist organization. You know, a lot of people like to put labels on us because you know they dwell on the past and yeah. they don't look at the they don't look at the future. Well, the future is is are we going to survive and how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to do it by doing things legal. One, uh, two. That's the only way. And, and two is to survive by you know doing survival training camps and and you know, just stuff like that on, on how can you live off the land? Does everybody know how to live off the land? Does everybody know how to get a deer, a pig, a, you know, a bear if you need to? I mean, a lot of people, JD, a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. And, you know, but are they really prepared? Are they? I mean, when was the last time they did it? I mean. Could, uh, if you had 15 minutes to run out your door and have enough supplies for three months, are you really ready? I mean, I got, uh-huh. I, I got two, I got a 10,000 gallon water 
filter. I got a, you know, we got flint, we got knife, we got a bow and arrow. I could be out the door in 15 minutes. Give me 15 minutes and I could have my truck loaded. My sleeping bags are ready. My bug out bag is ready. I got food in the bug out bag. I got knives. I got a compass. I got everything I need in there. I need, I got uh, a tarp in there. Most important, the ball is a tarp. So you got cover. And uh, I mean, people say they're ready. Yeah, I can fish and I can hunt. But man, you got to lay under cover during the day and move at night because you're bugging out or something like that. If, if, uh, Practice a bug out scenario. It's it's not like you think it is. It's not really as simple as you think it would be. And you'll find out how prepared you really are. I mean, oh, you got all the gadgets and all the shit. What's your pack going to run you? 100 pounds? Are you prepared to carry that 100 pounds 6 to 12 miles in one day? We'll figure 6 miles a day. That gives you time yeah. to set up camp and uh and everything else uh so i mean these a lot of these people will say they're they're really ready for it but until you've actually gotten out there and done it i mean <laughs> i don't know it's it's that's hard to say a lot of people will argue you blew in the face that they're ready and, and most are not no and i mean you know here you know we what go i mean you know here we go with another government shutdown and I mean, it just in 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 history's past, or at least as as far as I have known history in in my short time on this earth, I, I can never remember the government actually shutting down. But you know, since hey. the, the last president, you know, we lost our triple A uh, credit rating. You know, they've shut down how many times? Yeah. Well, the news makes a big deal out of it. Oh, government shutdown, government shutdown. But all these guys are overpaid, salary paid, fucking politicians or people to do with the government. They're overpaid is the key word. They got a money in the account. The only thing they're missing is the next paycheck. It ain't no skin off their ass. They got still enough to survive for the next six months and still have a hell of a Christmas, a holiday, and whatever else they want to do. Go on vacation. It ain't gonna matter. They, they, they're the only thing this government shutdown is days off for them. They still get paid because they're salaried workers. Right. Right. Yeah, they ain't missing nothing but a few days off work, man. They're fucking jumping up and down. They're happy about it. It's the only people that's trying to make a big deal out of it is the fucking news and the Democrats. Make you think it's a big deal, but just like them, they get paid regardless. So, I mean, these government workers, it's, it, look, who's not going to get paid? The same guys that are out on this Navy boat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Coast Guard. Coast Guard's not getting paid on Friday. Uh, well, the first of the month. That would be, well, three more days. You know, on the first, they might not even get their check till the second or third Wednesday of that month, depending on how their pay periods work. But the thing no, of it is, um, it's no skin <clears throat> out of their ass. You see what I'm getting no, at? It's, it's, central, central personnel, including the military, is still paid regardless of a government shutdown. 
and they're paid on salary. It's a monthly paycheck, not a weekly month paycheck. And when the when they're saying they're not getting paid, only thing is, is they got days off coming off work. You know, just like every, it's salary for them. It's all, it's not. They're they're getting paid regardless for those days. It's a salary. You see what does I anybody, mean? Yeah. Does anybody know what the GoFundMe wall, uh, uh, border wall is up to yet? I I haven't kept up with it, but the last time I heard, it was it was pretty far up there. What's that? Yeah, uh, there's a GoFundMe page for the border wall. Oh yeah, you I know? know a couple of those liberal motherfuckers on the uh, oh who is it? The late night shows. I can't remember the guys' names. I don't watch them. They're all fucking liberals. A couple of them started a GoFundMe account for the wall, and I I, I posted on it right behind it on one of the social media sites as. Uh, what I posted was, uh, yeah, watch it shit in his fucking face and get that $5 million. And uh, sure as shit, everybody that's done it. Now the one lady started a GoFundMe account to send ladders over the other side of the border wall. I would like to see what her GoFundMe account looks like. It's probably in the red. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go by the ladders first, and <laughs> you know, and, and you know, uh, this, I guess this younger generation doesn't know about uh, you know old sayings. One of the old sayings is, "Tall fences make great great neighbors." You know, and yes. uh, that, look at every true. one of these. You know, you, you could easily do it, uh, do a little research, and uh, a guy could uh, Google each and every one of these politicians. You get their address right from Google and their name. And then, you know, you ain't got to stalk them or nothing, but just do a Google Earth over their house and take a look at their fence. I bet it, most of them are 10, 12 feet high, like a prison. And they're not just little thin picket fences like you used to see in the old days they're thick this is this is to be thick big privacy fences concrete walls iron gate with concrete pillars between them shit like this you know 10 and 12 feet tall uh armed guards are even you know um attack dogs on the grounds so oh yeah and then they're saying we don't need a border wall. Well, if we don't need a border wall, why the fuck do they need all that security around their goddamn house? Because they already have their border wall. That is their border wall. They're liberals. They feel safe behind that wall. Anything outside of that wall. But wait, when all chaos breaks and the electric company is no more and there is no power, and there's major blackouts, and them that area is down. Okay, so you got a backup generator. What's it gonna last you? Three, four weeks? That fence is no good. Your security's no longer there. The dogs are hungry. Ah, uh, the goons are gonna get in. These same fucking goons that you're allowing in our country that want to kill you and take everything your own. They're coming for those same politicians. They're the ones with the money, not me and you. 
fuck. They don't want to kill broke dicks like us. We ain't got nothing to take. Uh, what, my bike? <laughs> your car? <laughs> yeah, my bike. <laughs> yeah, your bike? I mean, woo. That's a drop in the bucket to what these fucking politicians and these corporate leaders are sitting on. Them are the motherfuckers they're going to go after. The same motherfuckers that's begging to get them into this country are the same motherfuckers they want to rob, pillage, and rape. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah they don't. You know, like I said, it ain't the broke dick fuckers like us. Some of us got a little more money than others, but I mean, it's nothing that's dropping the bucket to what they're after. That's just, oh, that's course. just spoils along the way. <laughs> Not everybody like me and you gets hit, just a few guys along the way. The few unlucky ones, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, sure, as time goes on, if we allow this to keep going on, the the unlucky ones, the numbers are going to start to grow because more and more of them are coming across the border. So more and more people got to be found unlucky so that they can make their climb to get to these corporations and these people like this. If they want to get close and get into them. So when they when they get ready to do their thing, uh, they're right there on top of them. They, they, we're just stepping stones, bro. Oh, yeah. And then top it off, we're white, you know. Uh, they they want to eliminate us anyway. So they figured, you know, if, if you get to our big corporations and our government, well, then it'd be easy to kill the white people because they're, they would own the police. So I'm sure how they think. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you like don't how, really know what's coming. You really don't know what's coming across the border, the southern border. I mean, hell, you got, you got your coyotes bringing over illegal aliens. I mean, how many terrorists are in this country because of the southern border? I mean, you know, it just it goes on and on, and it's a, it is a national security issue that everybody just wants to turn and the, the blind eye. To. Yeah, this MS-13 ain't nothing to sneeze at. I mean, it's. <laughs> At some point, it's going to be these type of Honduras and whatever they are, Mexicans and whatever other fucking south of the border fucking races mixed in with them. And and they're all coming to kill the white man. Sure, they all want white women, but once they have their way with white women, they're, they're just putting out tainted babies. Right half breeds nothing's really white pretty soon you'll run out of a white race and you'll have lighter skin but still not white yeah yeah, yeah. they don't said it they want all old white men to die well i've told them i said it before that young white men are old white men so they're basically wanting to kill off white men waiting for the old ones to die and and raping and Warping the minds of the young ones with their, now oh, it's sickening, their liberal ways, they're teaching them in the goddamn schools. It's right down the line, man. You, anymore, you got to, like I told Brother John today when he said they had a new grandbaby, I asked him, are they going to homeschool that baby? That's the only way you're going to get a 
conservative kid these days is to homeschool. Did he say the, uh, Otherwise, they got it. Huh? Didn't he say the father was a doctor? Yeah. That's a good thing, yeah, I mean, too, I guess. Well, yeah, because if you go into Ivy He's pretty good fun. Yeah, he'll be going to Ivy, Ivy yeah. school, schools and everything else, so, you know, in better schools. That helps. But these, even these Ivy League schools are getting caught up with liberal-ass teachers. I mean, you know what it takes to be a teacher? You got to go through all these other classes trying to be something, and you're just a failure at everything you've tried. So the only thing you got left is to go teach kids. Is, the, oh, is yeah, anybody who went to college to learn anything? Uh-huh. It just doesn't start in the in the schools. It starts in the in the uh, daycares. Yeah, now they've gone to daycares. I my kid never seen a day of daycare, never seen a babysitter. Oh, he spent time with grandma and stayed with some friends. Uh, spent the night a couple nights in a row while we went up and dealt with club meetings and stuff and. Spent the weekend up there, of course. You go up for one day, you might as well go for two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come home on the third. Uh, yeah, man. And so, I mean, when we gather, it's always a good time. There's no reason just to go and, you know, have our little meeting and jump out and come home. That'd be damn stupid. We're all brothers. We gather, we have fun. Oh, hell yeah. But no, Jesse's never seen daycare. Uh, Heck yeah, man. Yeah, it's always fun. You go up to conference and or the compound and and you know <clears throat> conduct a little business and do a little party. Yeah, you betcha. Few beers and laughing and joking amongst ourselves. I mean, we don't get to see each other much, so a little bit of dirt we got on each other, we got to use it all up and pick on each other with everything we got. <laughs> oh shit no yeah. <laughs> uh, shit yeah, I mean, what other fun you know, could you have amongst the guns yeah no shit Oh. You know, people dropping uh dropping uh air conditioning air conditioners on on uh, the boss's daughter's <laughs> yeah. car. That was yeah. <laughs> she was pissed, she was about ready to kick somebody's ass. Oh yeah, spilled right out of the window, man. That sucked. Uh, uh I, I at least gave good instructions on how to pop the den out. It's almost all gone. You can't even really tell. Yeah, so that was uh that that was something that happened at conference. It wasn't funny, but you know, uh something we won't forget. Well, the air conditioner thing um one of the brothers brought it up and 
you know, it was sitting in the window when we pulled it out. I went and helped get it, and that top rail that holds it in the window, it was screwed yeah. down good. It all looked good. We carried it out of the window. It was sitting in the window at his house. When we hooked it up, the bosses in the window, that rail that holds this, that blocks it at the end piece for the rail, it just popped right out of it. All three screws, and the, and it slid right out, right, you know, dropped like 10 feet. Right on a quarter panel. Oh, yeah, I know that was pretty Sister's car, yeah, we'll call it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping she's not listening so, yeah. to this talk to radio broadcast because she'd probably be calling us up and saying, hey, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, no, she'd get all fired up again. She gets all feisty all over thinking about it uh oh that's her baby your car you know and, yeah sis got it looking good she's going to get a different one sooner or later so it's no big deal and now nah. gives a little character right right uh right. yeah it, sure it'll knock a little bit off the trade-in but that's no big deal uh shit happens and, and we're all good brothers and sisters and we understand that type of shit what like kicked it out the window or nothing so uh bouncing around and bounced off it or nothing i mean we was all they're trying to put it in it could have been any one of us that it happened to i was just glad it was him and not me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> you couldn't say sorry enough, and just knowing you've been forgiven already, you're still sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, Shit. Conference had brother, brother Logson up, brother Logson was a character. Yeah, yeah, James, he got him. He, he messes with those prospects every time. He, you know, said that they, I guess our prospects got it pretty easy. We, we're pretty hard on them at times, but and then we got the functions, and James has his way with them a little bit. Uh, they don't know what to think after they, they've been roughed around by James. <laughs> Let's see what the uh, uh, it's actually the moon. Yeah. And uh <laughs> yeah, I gotta call brother Aaron here tonight or tomorrow sometime. I gotta make some time, man. I just tell you what, since I started tearing that truck apart, I've just stayed busy, busy, busy. And even I might not be working on that truck. I, I've been knocking shit out around this house like you wouldn't believe. Brooke's been home for a few days. I started that floors uh, yesterday, and she got right in there and took it over. Yeah, it's starting, it's starting to look pretty good. Oh, I said I was going to do it. We got it all prepared. The corner cleaned out pretty well. Yeah, excited. I mean, she likes to do that kind of yeah. work, and so does Jesse. I, I went and got the saw. By the time I come back 
with any more tools, they had already had the floor cut. Most of it tore out and was down on the ground, cleaning the boards, chased down a few more tools, and they had the boards clean. Next thing you know, it's uh, pulling out the sawzall to cut between the wall and the floor board. And uh, so I could run the uh, uh, plywood up under the wall, you know, like it's supposed to be, and get it pinched back in between yeah. the two two-by-fours of the wall. And shit, I needed a sawzall blade. Sent Jesse down to get a sawzall blade. And the next thing you know, uh, we took our little break and I uh, got back and cleaned that hole out. Got plywood under there and nailed it down. It sounded easy, but it was an all day job, mostly cleaning. Uh, I didn't go out and put them damn panels up today. No, really? Yes, he did. Thank you. Uh, and so the panels are all up alongside the trailer. Now Jesse took care of it for me. And, uh, but I did get a load and a half of firewood in, uh, my saw yeah, window, I hit a rock, right. told me hers hit a rock, not even two seconds later, mine hit a rock. What? What, your, your chainsaws? Yeah, I hit something in the tree, like fence line or something. A rock grew into the damn thing. I hit something in that log, and it made my uh, made my saw go dull. But I got that electric saw sharpener a couple months back, and uh, I was jackassing around on eBay, and I bid on it for thirty bucks or uh, twelve dollars. And I had an $18 shipping feed I didn't see, but it was only at $9 and it had two hours left. So I, I hurried up and bid $12 on it and sat there and let the computer set for two hours and played on the laptop. And son of a bitch, I won it. And then I looked and I needed to send 30 bucks because it was a $18 shipping fee. I didn't care. It's worth 30 bucks, man. I, I went out there in the woods. My both blades were dull. We come in the house for 30, 45 minutes, and we were right back out the door. That's tearing both chainsaws apart, taking both chainsaw blades off. I run it through the machine, zip, 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 clean all the teeth, and then put it all back together in 45 minutes. 13-inch uh, bar and a 20-inch and a bar. And I back out in the woods and back to cutting like using a laser. Huh. Yeah. I ain't bad. Takes a little bit of time in between the because I got the big teeth and she's got the little teeth on her blade. So I got to adjust the the, uh, the electric sharpener in between to make it three adjustments on it. You know, you screw adjustments to make the tooth fit in the right spot for the disc to come down. It's already preset at the angle. And then you got the degrees and you set the chain right at about 30 degrees and uh, and then pull that, drop that down in there, man. You know, I got to push all those teeth and that's uh, 17 teeth on one side on my 20 inch bar. So what's that come, 14? Uh, 36 teeth all together. And you push that five to eight times on every tooth. Your fucking right arm is wore out, dude. And then you got to go out and cut wood again. And then that's not counting the fucking uh, 
you know, 12, 13 teeth on both sides of Brooks Little. So, <laughs> take, they're real little teeth, and you got to push just the same for four to eight pushes on each one of them. And uh, your arm, you do two saws, and you, you ain't going back out in the woods. You go out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, really, that saw sharpener did me justice. Uh, the next thing I'm going to work on later on is a converter. You know, one of them old car converters you plug into the cigarette lighter. Right. And I'll just throw it right in the truck with me and I can plug it into the converter and uh, throw it right on the hood of the truck and uh, and a solar panel and hook the battery charger solar panel up to the truck, throw it out in the sun. Then when I need the charger or the, the sharpener, I can tear my saw down right out there in the field and sharpen it up in a few few seconds right hey when you get older you get older you get the more gadgets you prepare you you, you use you make the job easier i'm telling you what if, if a guy had a chance to pick up a tool for 30 bucks and he had the extra 30 bucks you, you can't go wrong with tools no you know what I mean? That's a chainsaw sharpener. Some guys pay three to five bucks at the saw shop. I could charge them two to four bucks and have sharpened saw blades all day long for two bucks a piece. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Around here, that's oh. hot commodity. Everybody's cutting wood. Uh, uh, I used to do it until I learned how to sharpen it with a file myself. I would. I bought two saw blades to start off with, and uh, that way, if I knocked one out, I could take take it into the shop, and I had another one to fall back on. And then later on, it took too long to get the blade back, and I had to buy another one so I could cut more firewood. And then I had three. I was up to like four or five blades before I just said, "This is ridiculous. I gotta fucking learn how to do it." <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no fucking dummy. All I got to do is sit down and read it a little bit. You know, you can learn how to do it. I can sharpen a knife. I can sure as shit sharpen a chainsaw. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, it can't be that damn hard. And uh, well, I've been at it 18 years. I got it down to a science. But like I told you, the more teeth you got, the more pushing you got to do. And then your damn arms wore out. Oh, the file? Yeah, filing. If you got a big saw. Yeah. Shit it. I had both blades sharpened, both saws put back together in the amount of time it take me to even push one side of my chainsaw blade with the file. I got a good file laying around here, and the only thing that's good for is if the power goes out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. It's back to the old days. Yeah. Tire flat. Yeah, then I guess... Um... You know, after Freedom of the Road rallies and conference, and uh, 
Terry, Terry and you. Conference. Uh, huh? Conference is right after Freedom of the Road Rally. Yeah, after Freedom of the Road Rally, then conference. Um, then uh, you and Terry had a bike ride to Granby, Missouri, and had a hell of a time. Oh, yes, we did. That was a good one. Uh, man, I had nothing but a good time in Granby. Uh, those guys down around that area, you can't ask for a better group of fellas. But we know the half-bearded ass clown quit talking shit right after that. That's what the whole <laughs> trip was about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> haven't heard shit out of him no I mean he may listen to the show I don't care but I ain't gonna have him on here disrupting our show non-stop I mean we did our best to block him and he worked twice as hard to get on there and uh, he worked twice as hard to get on there and, and get on our show I mean he was using six seven fake accounts I mean it, it was sickening and I mean, I I don't really feel for the guy. I can see he's an old man, and he, he may have been white power or had it on his heart pretty serious at one time. Once, you know, he took his grandkids, and he's been accused of child molesting his grandkids. He even said it himself on our own radio. And they couldn't prove nothing, but they put him in a nut house. So, I mean, well, if they can prove something, and he would have went to the county jail instead of the nut house. I believe he may have done it, and that's why he went to the nut house because he determined he wasn't physically fit. He tried to play the nut role to get out of going to jail for some reason. Only thing I can think of is, well, he palled around with Glenn Miller and uh, old rabbi himself, Goulet. Uh, and August Christ. Two known snitches. Yes, an August Christ, another which, child which is, molester. Yeah, which is in prison right now yes. for child molestation. Right. So, I mean, you know, between snitching and child molesting, just this group of five that hang out, this seems like a pretty fluent exercise for these guys. And Listen, man, if you start that type of shit, you are not Aryan Nation no longer from the day you even thought about it. Just no. might as well write your whiteness right off no. because you're no longer white. You might as well be a goddamn nigger. Uh, <laughs> and that's just what these guys are, snakes and rats and niggers, white niggers. I mean, we August Christ out there in Ohio, he must have finally figured it out. He got in prison. You know, you see all the documentaries and they tell you white power runs the joint, but for some reason, everybody thinks the bikers do. And then when they get to prison, they see it's the white power runs the joint. <laughs> everybody <laughs> wants to be white power. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I it's Christ. Oh, yeah, he, he was a white power member. But you're in for child molesting. We don't allow that. Not in prison, not on the streets, nowhere. You're no longer white power, man. Don't be even claiming it. Don't let us hear it say you out of your mouth. He might as well go walk himself to a PC unit, live there. Uh, piece of shit. I mean, 
I, it's sickening, man. And these, I don't know. Yes, we took our ride to Granby to stop this dude and tell him you cannot claim Aryan Nation. He didn't, nobody knew him. He claimed he was big, had a church in the area. Uh, nobody knows the guy there. We went to the only bike biker burger shop. Nobody knew him. We asked around town. Nobody knew him. We ended up hooking up with these uh, bikers on a poker run and ended up the BMW had a great time out there. Uh, they got 68 acres reserved the backgrounds for the officers to camp on. And, well, the usual treatment that we get, you Aryan brothers can camp back there anytime you want. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was thinking me and Terry need to plan a ride down in that area, go down there and set up tent early in the morning, get our campsite set up. Have these guys already, this means they know the area so well, they know a nice ride across the border down deep and little, about halfway down, I'd say around Little Rock and back up to uh, uh, Monette area and then uh, Granby area and then and then call it a night, go up to their bar and hang out at the BFW for a little while and roll out back when she closes down and, well, we can hang out in the campground and they can drink a few more beers or we can all just go home and go to bed and I'll go hit my tent and be gone in the morning. Yeah. Leave a nice little thank you note, clean up my mess, shut off the lights, the bathroom upstairs, up top. And uh, at the front, they got an outside bathroom, like a park, and the toilets got running water and stuff. They, you're supposed to shut the light off the last one at the post. Make sure the bathroom doors are locked and the water shut off the main. And uh, what they did, it was means we were going to camp there on their, right there on their property for the night, pull up the nearest picnic table. And uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they tried to come up, talk, talk us into coming to some of their houses. And we said, no, we just want to get an early start. I could pass out here for a few hours. You know, basically let the beer wear off and then get up and hit the road. Uh, that way we ain't disturbing nobody on our way out the door. And we ain't got to say goodbye or nothing. I'll see you next time. You know. Uh, All right. And then so we, we loaded up and took off out of there. It was really a good time. We've been, we got the guys' numbers and stuff. So Captain of the Post, we're welcome to come back. Like I said, the campground's all ours. We want to use it. Um, it's really reserved for officers, and the officers decided if sadistic souls want to camp back there, they sure shit can. <laughs> no shit, huh? Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> so that's they got hogs there. They got power up at the shit house for us and uh, water. So, in case you got to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you got to walk a little ways or ride your bike across the field. But you're not disturbing nobody. We're outside of town about 10 miles. Uh, uh, really uh, nice place, man. They got a big old bar around there. It's a good time, man. I'm going to go back this spring, like I said, and see if I can get them to set up a ride for us. And we'll ride with them for like a little poker run ride or just a little run. Uh, 
just to get out there and get our name out there a little more in the area. Uh, most bikers like us anyway. Our patch is what really catches their eye. And then uh, then they want to talk to us. Find out we're Aryan Nation. Most of them are good with it. Some of them kind of shy away. Got niggers in the family. Old lady side or something. Or he already knows his old lady ain't going to go for it. Brother's married to a Mexican. I've heard every fucking story out there. <laughs> Why? Why I can't get in? <laughs> oh, I'd love to ride with you guys, but. <laughs> <laughs> My brother's got an old lady that's a nigger. Oh, that's okay. It's not you. Oh, then they start back tread battling. <laughs> yeah, then after oh, the uh, little Granby trip, and uh, you guys had the float trip and the bonfire that I I didn't was able was unable to make either one this year. No, it's uh, but. Yeah, we went out and we had a good time. On, we went out and had a good time on the water. We camped out. We, we've uh, initiated a camp out into our annual float trip and we camp out overnight and then finish the float trip in the morning and then we pull out and come back and have our bonfire. And we, we make time for a bit of a conference in there because everybody gathers on Friday and we get a kind of talk to the reunion. And uh, the guys that actually go on the float trip, we all get to talk a little more. But uh, the more guys that come and stay behind, those guys will also be talking because there is guys that don't want to go. Too old, don't want to get out on the river and paddle like that. Uh, sometimes you got to pull and fight with your boats. and They understand that and so do we. So. I mean, it's wide open, whatever a uh, guy wants to do. He can stay behind and help cook or, you know, uh, help cook. We put food on the smoker, come back and fire it up. More <laughs> get, get all guy stays behind. This year it was RJ stayed behind by himself, I think, and uh, fed the smoker a little bit here and there for us. and. We had a lot of, we had good food when we got back. We had a ton of food that we took on the trip. We took way more food than we needed to camp out with. And then we, uh, Charlie Brown. And then we, Charlie Brown's on TV. Uh, and then uh, I thought they were going to take it because it was racist. Uh, but then we, we came back. Yeah. They deemed Charlie Brown a racist program. Oh, Jesus Christ. And Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, next it'll be, next it'll be Santa Claus, because he's white, too. <laughs> he was founded by the white man. Of course he was white. Yeah. Yeah. Baby Jesus was white. That's supposed to be Santa Claus. <laughs> Since <laughs> when did Santa become black? He might dropping down the chimney, he might get a little dirty, but he's still white underneath that, no cold. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they're black. The washes off. Huh? Yeah, but I mean, the bonfire on the float trip was a pretty good success this year, even though I wasn't able to attend. And then uh, we've pretty much been recruiting all year, and it seems like all we do is run names and and look at Facebook pages and and. It's a no, 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 no. Well, maybe, you know, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it's we get a lot of these guys from prison. They seem like they're really good, you know, when you talk to them. And, and then they, they want to go fall back into their old criminal activity. And, you know, we notice it right away. I mean, the only one that don't see it is them. <laughs> yeah, and we got to cut them loose. Uh, that's what all the that's what the whole freeze was about. So we could do better background checks. So, I mean, look, our revolving door has stopped. Nobody's left our club for almost two years. Well, if right. we lose only one member every two years, that really sucks. But Hey, it's not, not that bad either. I mean, where you was bringing it, we was getting 10 and 20 at a time and losing eight. I mean, and, and you see it in all the white power clubs. I mean, uh, when I went down for the UKA's cross lighting, uh, you know, they got 35 people there that they inducted in. When I come back in the fall, less than six months later, not one of those 35 people was the same or even there. And they was inducted another 30, 40. And, and then we came back again in the spring. And that was none of those people were there again. So all these people are given their application fee and their donations for three, four months and leaving. I mean, it, you're just feeding in a bank account for these guys that, are just snakes and rats that are, and that's what they're counting on with their paper membership. And, you know, we want good honorable men. We don't care about numbers. I, I said that at the beginning, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. I don't care oh, if we're yeah. outnumbered. I don't care if we got numbers. <laughs> we ain't scared and, and we, we ain't caring. I mean, we, we will grow. I mean, there is good honorable men out there and, and these groups like this that's just pushing them away. I'm hoping they look our way, some of them, and start to see that, look, they've got, we've been around for about 10 years or better. And, uh, and, and we ain't going nowhere. And we still push everything 100% legal, just like the same day we did the day we, we, we started updating the Aryan Nation. And, and we do. Our functions have grown. Our, I mean, our numbers. If we've we've hold this nice size core of men, and and uh, but our functions have really grown. We we pop around from state state, seeing brothers as they need us to come around and and do our drives and uh, and we stay busy, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. So then what was next after that? The float trip? Yeah, yeah the that's float Labor trip. Day already. 
Yeah. Uh, bonfire recruiting all year long. And then, um, you know, we actually did lose a brother this year that we didn't know about. Uh, he wasn't in conference. We figured, you know, he forgot. He called in advance and said if he wasn't there that he had prior plans and he didn't know if he was going to make it or not. So we didn't know to count on him or not. Well, he passed on us. Yeah, he passed on us. So we did lose a brother um, that did die this year. Uh, you know, SSJB. You know, our hearts and our hearts and prayers go out to uh, you and uh, your son Ian and all you know that uh, you cared about. Uh, yeah, he's on the web page. <laughs> but. Uh, Hey, he wasn't so they used to say snitches was a dying breed, but I, I'm beginning to think honorable white men is a dying breed. Snitches is a prosperous breed. <laughs> yeah, they sure seem to prosper. What, what, what was that uh, that saying? You said uh, it's now on the wall at county jail, snitch on three and get set free. That's it. It's all over the county jail down here in Missouri. It's just about every county jail you go to. Tell on three, you go free. Yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, <clears throat> that's easy money for police. Boy, they could sit around and get fat and just let every meth head in the county. Well, the meth is such a problem around here, man. And they all get, like, light sentences. It's few of them get hard sentences. I mean... They're really starting to kill each other off around here like crazy, two or three a day. Uh, it, it's, it's fucking getting stupid nuts. Um, and it's not just shooting each other with guns either. I mean, cutting each other's throats, stabbing. Uh, eight people in one place just died last, right before Christmas. Just three or four days before Christmas, uh, mysteriously, eight people in, right across the news in one house. Are they are found dead? What was it? She said shooting going on. They heard. That's what brought the police's attention. I mean, it was a bad neighborhood. I mean, I would expect some shady shit to be going on around there. Like uh, they had bars on the windows. They had cages over their air conditioners, so. People couldn't push them in and fucking steal from them, or I don't know. But yeah, they had cages around their air conditioners, so they couldn't get in there either. On their private homes. It looked like a really huh. kind of crazy looking neighborhood. Like, yeah. Not like the Keys, but like uh, just a neighborhood like that. Yeah. Like a uh, ghetto yeah. type living. Yeah. yeah. Living down in the uh, projects, man. I tell you, it, it's it's really gotten to be a crazy world out there. Uh, and these these niggers just keep thinking they can get away with everything, and and they just keep pushing for everything they can. Yeah, you know, uh, that's why we don't get out there and do those public 
broadcasting or get on the news. They just twist everything around. So there's no sense in even getting out there like that. We, we're doing great with word of mouth, getting people out there. Looks like we got a caller on here. JD. Yeah, no, 417. Yeah, that's right here in my area. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, we, Brooke thinks she knows who it is. That's just a listener. Ah, uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, they're just, and then you get these small neighborhoods like where we live out here, and these niggers are just moving into them like crazy. And uh, it's, it's, I don't know why they don't just stay in the cities. Uh, yeah, I don't mean right now. Springfield's gone wild with killings. I mean, sure, these meth heads were killing each other up around here, but uh, uh, the niggers started moving in. It's crazy. I mean, I hear there's even heroin in the area more often now. Well, uh, that and they're cutting drugs with fentanyl and, and killing off. I mean, who, whoever thought about putting fentanyl in, 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 your, in your drugs, you know, to cut it or whatever. And kill off your, uh, and kill off your, uh, your demand for your supply. You know what I mean? You're, you're killing off your customers. I mean, that's just fucking stupid. Not really, like with heroin or something like that, man. When you got a good drug like that, you know that when one person dies from heroin, that's the best heroin out there. Everybody wants it, so they all rush to that guy. He loses only one customer, probably gains a hundred. And right, and it's like a mad dash to get the best cheese, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's why they do that. They'll do that if the things are rolling slow, close to the holidays and shit. The dope ain't going very fast. They'll jack some up with some fentanyl and kill a couple, two or three people. They'll start dropping like flies. And well, to a dope fiend, that's that's uh, good news. You know, they're not very much cut on that dope. So they rush right to that area looking for that guy to get that shit. Yeah, that's a bunch of crap. Yeah, well, it works out great for a heroin dealer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking. It's just sickening that, you know, it seems like they always come to a white neighborhood to pull it off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's it's free advertising. The news tells you what neighborhood it's in. And that's the niggers know to go get Joe's dope down there. And all the local kids know that's where it's at. <laughs> You'll watch traffic grow in that area by 80%. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, then after our float trip is the, um, we do several bush camps and stuff in between. And, well, we try to get a meeting in before Christmas and then, uh, which we did this year. And after Christmas, we all meet on New Year's, ready to start our year all over again. And, man, I can't wait for ice camp to be coming up here in a couple of weeks. And right after that, we're going to pull out of here supposedly come out for uh the annual hog hunt this will be the second annual hog hunt yeah maybe i don't know about that yet <laughs> right 
And then uh, uh, short two weeks after that, we'll be down in Tennessee on top of a mountain watching for tornadoes for tornado camp. Oh, we'll have to look for the news to make sure it's tornado season so we can go out there and fight the wind again. Uh, and then and then it's uh, a couple weeks after that, we went hiking down into uh, oh, Jericho Falls. So we're going to have to find another mountain to hike down this year, too, and set up camp at the bottom. Uh, then start our year all over again to be almost time for the bike rally and this year we also want to hit we're talking about hitting the hog rock can't fly no colors and can't wear no support shirts but nobody said we can't wear Aryan nation shirts it's not an mc we're gonna we're gonna do what we're gonna show up at hog rock there in southern illinois it's a big biker rally they let a lot of bikers in, but they don't allow no three-piece cuts, and they don't allow uh, no support shirts. So instead of wearing your cut, you grab a support shirt and head down there, and you look like a supporter to your own club, you know. Uh, they don't allow that Man. because then everybody's just wearing their own support shirts, and it's the same thing as your three-piece cut. So uh, so they've, they've outlawed the support shirts for bike clubs, and they also outlawed the three-piece patch so it's just a lot of local bikers so we figured we'd roll in with our Aryan nation t-shirts on yeah because Aryan nation is not an mc the sadistic souls is and so we should be able to roll right in there being the Aryan nation and uh that's a back door to being able to run our club through any place like this right yeah where they don't yeah, allow your a biker what's that yeah i mean because you know there's um attorney general is going after uh you know attorney general u.s attorney general is going after certain uh three-piece cuts and eventually i guess so probably more than likely get their way and get them outlawed and if they do that, we still are the Aryan Nation. I mean, we can ride uh, just a straight Aryan Nation cut and run our bikes, and we're we still fall under a political arm to the religious arm. I mean, we can't use the CJCC anymore, but we can use Christian identity. Right. Okay. Aryan Nation Christian identity something like that we'll come up with a, a good church name and we'll get a we'll get some a pastor and we'll 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 run our own uh logo under the Aryan nation church as and we'll run the political arm well we already have two pastors yes and so i mean we we get that going on we ain't gonna have no problems seems like the 417 honey. so uh <laughs> yeah 417 bailed on us they caught they caught a slow show tonight i guess we're just doing a review uh, we have made our full review we made the full year 
and bullshit yeah. in between. Yeah, we have. Took about an hour, and you wanted an early show tonight, and I should find one bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm more out, man. Yeah, I'm more out. I, I get a lot of cool. driving, driving during the holidays and everything else, and I mean, I'm just, you know, fucking wore out. <laughs> Hey, truth, I ain't taking a shower in two days. I've been so so busy, and I think after a show, I'm gonna take me a hot ass shower and sit back in my easy chair. And I would say watch some TV, but I'm probably gonna have taken a nap. <laughs> and if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'll I'll get up and do a little research. And then uh, tomorrow I got a little bit of work to do, get my van packed, and head to the compound. New Year's party. Yeah, I figured, yeah. Yeah, I figured you guys would be leaving out probably tomorrow or Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Terry's going to ride up with us, so we're going to wait for him to get off work. He can make it here, yeah, yeah. and then we'll all jump in the van and Head up to the compound, taking, yeah. You taking his old lady too? Sounds like it. Yeah. Boss will get a meter. And a few of the other fellas. And we better uh we better get get that doing a little work on that too. We we got uh, her name and another name we gotta do our background checks on. You know, because we do background check all of our fellas, old ladies, and she is a new old lady. And if he's going to be bringing her around, we do got to run her name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it don't look like she's got any teenage kids or any kids in their 20s that hang around. So we don't got to worry about that. Uh It'd just be her name. And then there's one other name that we put in there, too. That's a guy local in the area I was kind of checking on. I wanted to do a little research on him, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. One, one guy, you and Terry probably going to have to go visit. Yeah. I don't think it's nothing. I just know that, you know, he don't need to be claiming Aryan nation if he's going to be out there doing dirty deeds. I what I didn't want to put his name out there and dry snitch like that because we'll, we'll just, I, I don't, don't care what he does. He'll get caught. He'll get caught by his own underhanded ways. Um, what I care about is that he's used hiding behind the Aryan nation name. And, well, we'll just knock on the door and have a talk with him about that. I'd be a nice, friendly chat. I don't ain't to be mean with the guy. I just, don't want to hear our name being used and dragged through the mud like that, and it's not going to happen. You're either an Aryan right. Nation member or you're not. And if we don't know you, you're probably not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you don't show up to our functions or family, which 99.9% of them are family things, then you're not. Yeah, you're not. No. So, no. I mean, it's you're just not. plain and simple. Either you're black and silver or you're not. If you're not black right. and silver, you're not Aryan Nation. Uh, uh, that's just all there is to it. 
All no. others are phonies. They're fakes. They're snakes. They're rats. Let them pop up, and we'll run their name, and we'll prove them what they are right to you anywhere, right in our own Dagger Alley. Yep, the famous Dagger Alley. I didn't put up anybody, anybody in, in that uh, alley. Uh, in we may need to put August Christ up in there and, and put it out. He's had his uh, status pulled for child molestation. And put the links up to it to the to where he molested them children. That way, if any of the Ohio Aryan Nation members want to look on our website, because he's out there claiming that he's Aryan Nation, and face it, you can't be Aryan Nation doing shit like that. Yeah, he's hiding behind the good Aryan Nation name in prison out there in Ohio. Yeah, it ain't like we got to beat him up or nothing. I mean, what I care about is him just quit claiming that he's the same deal. Cannot say you're the Aryan Nation no longer. That's all I ask. And 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 anybody that claim an Aryan Nation would feel the same way. Well, those you know, you go to prison. Those guys don't look at that as cool. They got wives and children and nieces and nephews at home that they haven't seen in years and shit like that pisses them off. The first thing that comes to their mind is that could have been my kids, kids in my family. Oh, fuck right. no. The white beaters come in there. Yeah, I'm here in the nation. What are you in here for? I beat my old lady. Look, dude, I ain't seen my old lady in four years. You know, <laughs> at that point, he knows he's in trouble, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, a uh, group of fellas, there's a few of us, few of them out there claiming the name to give us all a bad name. Yeah, I thought Paul Millette was up there in Ohio. He's trying to do something. He keeps failing. Um, I don't think he could do anything. Um, he, he just keeps starting stuff. And I don't know. He He's another one of those guys with Pastor Butler's memorabilia. I don't yeah. know what he's got, but he's got something claiming the throne, you know. No, yeah, there's quite a few that have gone un- unanswered for their thievery, and uh, no answer for it one day. Yeah, they will. Still from a dying man uh, that was dying of congestive heart failure. How, how fucking dare you? If, if they make it as far as the pearly gates, they'll be answering to him themselves. He'd say, you stole from me. Right. I'm sure he would forgive them. Pastor Butler was that type of guy, but uh, the guy, the, the, you know, the rest of us were not as forgiving. We forgive them all the way out with a boot party. (laughs) And don't come back. Uh, It's outrageous. I mean, the shit people got away with when he started getting old and couldn't keep such a good eye on things. He started getting sued and nobody wanted to come around but the losers and the snakes and the rats. What happened yeah, this nice army? Yeah, we know Dennis was in jail, but as soon as he got out, man, he was right back up with it. 
and he seen that the Aryan nation was going absolutely nowhere since the passing of Reverend Butler and, and seeing that all they were doing was trying to roll over all this old information over and over and over again. And, and, and clearly seeing that the Aryan nation needed updated. And, and that's just what we've done. And man, it's just been an awesome ride ever since. <laughs> yes, it has. Yes. There ain't nothing I love more in the club. I love my president. I love my brothers. I mean, I feel all that same love from my brothers and my club. I mean, we are family. I mean, we we are a brotherhood. Yep. That we are. Yeah. yeah. All righty, JD. I guess we can call it a night and I'll say hell victory. All right, well, uh, thank you, brothers and sisters from around the world and within the United States for listening to the 2018 wrap-up of the Area Nation Statistic Souls Motorcycle Club's White Power Hours. Um, well, I guess until next year, 2019, we'll see you then. Hail victory. Hail victory. Hail victory.